pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good evening, everybody. The Borough of Seabright, in compliance with the Open Public Meeting Act, has provided the adequate notice and date, time, and location of this meeting to the Asbury Park Press, filed notice with the Bulletin Board and the Clerk's Office, and posted notice on the Bulletin Board in the Borough Offices and on the website. This meeting is open to the public, and we welcome you all. Thank you for coming. Can you have a roll call, please? Councilman Bieber? Here. Ms. Bills? Here. Mr. Cashmore? Here. Chairman Cunningham? Here. Mr. Julio? Here. Vice Chairman DeSoto? Here. Mayor Kelly? Mr. Lawrence? Here. Mr. Lexstein? Here. Mr. Schwartz? Here. Mr. Zelina? Here. To move on to 27 Center Street has uh, requested to be carried to November 28th meeting. Uh, discussion about that. Everybody should have received that request. That was the one they're deciding whether it's a mother daughter or a two family, as you recall. I'll make the motion. Last, last motion. Yes. The last time. Yes. <laughs> I'll second. Go ahead for the roll call on that. All right. Councilman Beaver? Yes. Ms. Bills? Yes. Mr. Cashmore? Yes. Chairman Cunningham? Yes. Mr. Julio? Yes. Vice Chairman DeSeo? Yes. Mr. Lawrence? Yes. Mr. Lexley? Yes. Mr. Schwartz? Yes. Mr. Zanines? Yes. Okay, on to the minutes from September 12, 2023. I'll move the minutes. Second. Roll call, please. Okay, Councilman Bieber. Yes. Ms. Bills. Mr. Yes. Cashmore. Yes. Chairman Cunningham. Yes. Mr. Julio. Yes. Vice Chairman DeSale. Yes. Mr. Lawrence. Yes. Mr. Lutstein. Yes. Mr. Schwartz. Yes. Mr. Zelina. Yes. On to the Catatorian resolution. I'll move the resolution, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, Mark. That's 48 Normandy Place, just as you all remember. Second? Second. Roll call. Councilman Bieber? Yes. Ms. Bills? Yes. Mr. Cashmore? Yes. Oh, just um, Mr. Julia? Yes. Ms. Chairman Desir? Yes. Mr. Lawrence? Yes. Mr. Lexstein? Yes. Mr. Schwartz? Yes. Mr. Salina? Yes. That was a, I stepped down. On to Mr. Lobiondo, uh, 912 Ocean Avenue, Block 24, Lot 5, Bulk Variance Proof, Construction of a Three Story Home. Chairman, I'm going to have to step down because I have business relationships with that family. Thank you, David. Let the record show that Mr. DeSeo has stepped down from this application. And I'm with the enjoyment. 
you're within 200 feet. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Can I just stop right now? Take a nap. Welcome. We'll be on those. Do we stand in this room or sit? Which prefer? Does it matter? Whatever's more comfortable for you. Whatever works. I'm so used to standing in the other room. You've been sitting around Seabright for a long time. Long time. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Uh, I'm going to be uh, testifying as a witness tonight from the Double Trial, whose residence is over here. Um, I don't know if we're going to have to stand here. Yeah, we swear in. We swear in first. You swear the testimony you already gave here tonight should be the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. I do. And please state your name, spell your last for the record. James Lobiondo, L-O, B as in boy, I-O-N-D-O. How about you, Paul? Are you going to testify as well? He might answer some questions. Yeah. Yes. All right, so why don't you swear you're going to Sure. Please raise your right hand to be sworn. You swear the testimony you already gave here tonight should be the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Yes. And state your name, please. Uh, Lobiando. Thank you. Thank you. So if I'm, if I'm dragging here a little bit tonight, I'm the old guy in the room now, tucking my six-year-old twins in for, at this time, <laughs> along with myself usually, so if I'm uh, a little slow, I'm moving along that. I just want to start off briefly with a history of, of this site and basically the decision-making process that led up to tonight's meeting. Um, Originally, uh, prior, to, prior to us purchasing the home, there was an older uh, single-family house on the property. Now, uh, the previous owners, I think two before us, eventually took that single-family house down. It was actually I looked in the tax maps. It was built in 1902, according to the tax maps. And uh, from, the, from the conversations I've had with the previous owners, it was just determined it was uh, too costly to renovate this existing structure. So here we are. Um, and after carefully reviewing the area uh, and the surroundings of the same family home in this area, obviously, is permitted and it's serves, we feel, as the highest and best use on the site. Uh, so we are here tonight uh, seeking approval to construct that single family home for my brother Paul, who's a longtime Seabrook resident as well, as I am, who lives just a few doors uh, to the north of the proposed site. Um, this spot, I think, fits the family's better to build a newer structure, uh, taking advantage of this lot, you know, just due to the fact that it's, you can have a much better view from the ocean, and uh, you know, I think it's, a, it's just a better site for, for our house right now. Um, we have a lot of family friends, and just think we'd enjoy this parcel better than where he is now. Um, again, a permitted use in the R2 uh, zone. Uh, on either side of the property, there are single-family residences. Across the street, uh, we, have, we have a beach club, Surfer Beach Club, which I'm uh, getting to that height. Uh, so that's the neighboring property across the street. So residences, residences on either side, across Surfer Beach Club, which uh, I had our architect do, uh, Jim Longo, before the meeting, uh, send an email to him to verify that the highest point of our ridge is actually 44.3 uh, uh, for Surfer Beach Club across the street. Uh, to the west, obviously, we have the river. Um, and I got a picture kind of if anyone doesn't have their bearings. 
And are we marking for yeah. picture, or do you want to mark everything? Yeah. Well, we can do it as you go. Okay. So, I guess we mark this one mark first. Mark that one A1. Should we bring that up to you, or? Uh, yeah. Avenue, I'll mark that first. 
in the record that will be A3. You said that was 902 Ocean Avenue? Yes. So 902 Ocean, uh, which is coming around now, which is 41.1, so essentially the same height as what we're proposing tonight uh, on, that, on that piece. And I'll have, I have another picture coming around. I think another picture coming around. I don't think more can see it. Showing uh, 44.3 <clears throat> on the height. 
for 931 Ocean Avenue, but it's a cross street. So, so my long-winded point here of bringing all this up is that I, be I believe we're, we're conforming to the most part for the surrounding community, both across the street and uh, on the same side, uh, basically, for all these pictures. So the, all the houses are on the same side of the street, but the, the closest one starting two houses down at the, the high closest to ours, which is 92 Ocean Avenue, 44.1, um, which is just two houses away. So it's, it's, it's our subject lot. It's Mr. Wheeler, who's in the audience tonight here. And then it's 92. Four out of five images are on the same side of Ocean Avenue as we're heading well, I understand that. It's in the house. How close are they? Well, yeah, they're not next to you. Yes, well, one's, one's two down. So the closest is two down. I think that answered your question. And then um, from there, uh, eight of, eight twenty-two is three down. Then the next one's four. Were any of them new construction or were they raised homes? So one, you know, uh, nine or two is new construction. Um, 822 was raised and pretty much new construction. Um, and uh, Mr. Chimano's obviously. Well, there was, there's a difference in the zone for raised to allow an existing feet, like on the, the, the red roof. No, I understand that. Yeah. The other ones are all new construction. Yeah, the only old one that's not new is, would be Mr. Chimano's, the, the red roof. Right. Um, all right, so. And the point I think it's important to stress, and Jared, can you, can you give me the three, which I'm going to actually pass these around for each of the board members as well. So here's where everyone has that. So why don't we do this? I'm not what we're supposed to do. On those, no, on those pictures. Because one's at the top of the railing, one's not at the top of the peak of the roof. It's, it's in the, uh, in the peaks of the, um, the link. Yeah, but one line that the one over home is not, not correct. correct. No, the one with the railing. The railing with the railing on top. The one at the top of the railing. Yeah, it wouldn't be at the top of the railing. It would be at the floor of the top of the railing. The numbers that are on the, the photos are what sort of shot for the word what you can see. No, the line, yeah, the they're line. not, yeah, yeah, it's not accurate. Just for purposes of the record, uh, I've marked that as Exhibit A7, a uh, document entitled Front Elevation A. Uh, with hand markings on the uh, height calculations. So, once everyone has that uh, big picture that I sent around, the chair I around. Uh, with this picture, I'd just like to stress, um, if we comply with a two and a half story and 38 foot height restriction, um, which is permitted in the zone, we'd actually net a higher building height at the highest part of the roof, so at the, at the ridge. 
So that would actually be 46 feet high at the ridge of this roof, which Jerry's diagram showing the outside number is 46 feet uh, high at the ridge. So, and that's allowed without any variances before this board in the permitted R2 uh, zone. Now, uh, I understand the reason being is that Seabird calculates the height at the center of the roof. So that's what really we're showing here is if you go to the highest point of that roof of the ridge, you're at the 46 feet. Um, versus our proposed uh, at 41.67. And the thing I like a little bit better about Jeremy's design here is it pushes that top floor back a little bit, kind of like what you guys approved in the middle of town with the, with the condo, I forget the names escape me of that break, the break. So, and it's kind of like where we got an idea, and I saw that and we liked how it wasn't so offensive from the road. Um, with, it, with this peak, I think it's a little more offensive at the 46. I'd rather, personally, when you drive down the road, I'd like the softer look of a step back, 41.67. So, uh, that's basically what I just had to share to show these two. This was the first design that we kind of went through, and then I saw that, uh, you know, that building going up, and I kind of like that look. So, this was basically draft one, draft two is what we did uh, over here. So, um, also to be noted in the B3 zone across the street uh, has a 42 foot height allowance. And the beach homes basically are there or above on all their, uh, because of the baseball elevation issues and the new BFEs that came out post Sandy. So, it's another reason why I think this uh, is a unique, you know, particularly site is unique and addresses some of the special reasons for the variance, because you have similarly suited houses on that street with within two to four houses away. And also, across the street, you have some high, uh, some high uses in the B3 zone. And I know that's just not really, that is part of being weighted of what happens. Can we stop here for one second? Sure. Just to clarify what, what you're talking about here on this particular application. Sure. application. This was your original plan that is not what you're looking for. No. Correct? Yeah. I'm, I'm just clearing it up for the record. Sure. And this is showing what what the original plan with a slanted roof would have allowed. Correct. How much higher it would be. Correct. That's the reason you gave us it. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of for Okay, I just wanted to put it in. It, it wasn't making sense for the record unless somebody cleared it up. I appreciate you clearing it up. Sure. <coughs> so, um, I just circling back to the, uh, sorry about that. Clears it up pretty, pretty concisely. Uh, make sure it wasn't something new that everybody didn't I have on these. I understand. So, again, just to, to clarify that B3 zone across the street of the 42 feet in height, um, which all of us folks are at, us in Sands, and we're actually over that. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it is unique in that it, it, it is residences in the middle of commercial with some high heights across the street. So, I, I, we feel that it does come. Pretty nicely there. Um, to jump to the rear yard setback we're asking for, so we'll be asking for the variance for the decks, which is part of the project, obviously. Uh, with the variance, we'll be asking for 3.56 feet, where 15-foot setback is required. Uh, but I do like to note on the plane, on the deck, you'll see a bump out in the middle. That's why it comes shallow to the 3.56. Actually, most of the deck does hold uh, six feet. so. Um, it just goes, it gives it more architectural enhancement. It makes the deck so not so, to be so flat. Um, we feel that variance will not affect the neighbors as the rear yard is really the riverside. 
Um, we do hold the foundation back on an average of 12 feet, pretty much on the back of the property. So the house itself is not really the violator as much as the decks is really my point. Um, not, to, not to be intrusive on the neighbors. Uh, and, and, you know, many times I've been before this board and seen other approvals, it does seem that the rear yard variance is a commonly granted with this board. I think that you know, it is important to provide decks in the rear. You know, it lends itself to private and outdoor space, which are routinely used in a short town like Seabright. Everyone in the summer is, you know, on their deck in the back and enjoying, enjoying uh, whatever they have in, in the night front. So, uh, so that's, you know, basically addressing the rear, uh, the rear guard variances. The deck is 5.5, and then the bump out is 6. Oh, the, <coughs> excuse me. 4.5. No. Oh. Right, right, okay. To a bump. The closest part is 3.56. We gotta swear you. We have another of his qualifications. Mm -hmm. If not, have it. So maybe if, yeah, you want to explain that real quick, Jared, I'll, I'll finish up and you can probably jump back. Right, the 80% of the deck is at 5.56 feet setback from the parking line. And then in the middle, we put them out a little bit just to give a little bit more character to uh, 3.56. But it's an open deck. It's, there's no hard walls. It's all well. Right, I guess I'll, I'll just wrap up and then Jerry just can take the, the rest of the road. So I just want to kind of go through the, the next few items I have is parking. Um, proposed application, we actually are receiving the parking requirements. Providing uh, eight parking spaces where the site uh, with this proposal uh, versus the three that's required. So we're certainly exceeding parking. We have plenty of room, so we can make some big garage doors. There's always got guests. And, like everyone does with bigger houses in the summer, and uh, it seems to be suited for that. So uh, I know this board also, AC units, I always like to address that, you know, where they're going. Um, so they're located right now, those units are located on the roof, which will, you know, which will basically provide the greatest buffer distance uh, between, between the neighbors. So for high-efficiency units, we always use, uh, which have lower decibel levels and provide you know, the maximum quiet enjoyment. Uh, for both the neighbors and the people that are living in the house. So, basically, in closing, we feel the proposed building essentially you know, conforms uh, with the, and even exceeds some of the current setbacks with the excess side yards in the R2 zone. Uh, this will be aesthetically pleasing, we feel. Uh, we blend very well and uniform with the existing neighboring properties to the north and the south and across the street. Um, we are providing front and rear egress on the lower levels, which is nice from a fire safety standpoint. There's really one exit of the house. Um, 
The new building will meet all the current FEMA and elevation requirements, which will be built to follow the new hurricane resistant codes. Uh, in the short term, I think we can all realize it's nice to have uh, to come up to code. You can get a chance on these new structures. Uh, also, we'll be, we'll, we will be building more sustainable, which will help us enhance our community ratings uh, with FEMA and eligible for low insurance rates as well. So I feel that helps the town in, uh, in that regard. So I guess I'll turn it over to Jerry if anyone has any technical questions with the, with the property or the site. Three photos. These are the renderings. One is you see there, but there's also renderings of the rear. So the street renderings of each. Well, these are not both. Now there's also a rendering on the rear from the riverside. Keep the whole site uh, stone for drainage and also keep it 
you know, it's uh, for maintenance purposes. We will probably have planners um, in the front scoop area and maybe across the side. Right, but that tree's not going to be there. Right. Okay. But just want to make sure so that if the board approves it, we're not having someone say, hey, this is what they approved, and that tree's not there. So. <coughs> Except for water flow through the boat, you know, the, the, you know, kayak or rowboats in. Oh, okay. Storage. I got that idea from Steve, actually. That's what we do with this. It's kind of cool. I have a question about the top floor. First of all, it's a beautiful house. I look forward to seeing it. I completely understand the implications of this, right? Because it means you have some tough choices on how you want to do things. I guess the question I have, and I've only been on the planning board for two years, is we have consistently pushed back on houses that have a third floor or a top floor that's more than 50% of the floor below. I believe that's code. I don't know I'm going to ask our borough engineer that question. But this one's at 70%. Right. And the challenge that we have is we have people, not, you're not the first, that have come in with that, and it's driving towards a potential of a full three stories on top of a garage. That's what we're asking. I know that. Okay. But I believe the code states that the top floor in a four-level home cannot be more than 50% of the floor below. That's, uh, they call that the half-story, I guess, for zoning, and it's called a habitable attic in the building code. And that's where you get the limitation of a certain percentage of the floor below, and it's a third. Uh, and it's not considered a story above grade. Yeah, so, so it, my point is I, I understand this. And I understand the reason we drew this. Mm -hmm. Because it's basically saying if we, if we go back to something else other than what we've shown here, we can make the building much higher and not require a variance. Correct. I understand that completely. Perfect. What I'm not understanding is why we don't need a variance for a, th a fourth floor, effectively, or a third floor, however you want to call it, that exceeds the maximum allowable space to the floor below. Well, if we were under that requirement, it wouldn't be a third floor. So now we're asking for the variance for the fourth floor because we want to make it big. I don't mm -hmm. understand that. You're asking for the variance. Oh, you are asking for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Any third floor, believe You're asking for the third floor. Is that true? Is that true if it was less than 50% you need a variance? It's actually a third. Can I say something? Yeah. Uh, Erwin actually brought this up to me before, and I've been spending a half an hour looking for the ordinance. And it's, it's not in our ordinance. It's in the building code. That's why I couldn't answer your question because I'm not an expert on the building code. Uh, so, uh, it, it's something that they're going to have to deal with when they get to the building department. You can get, right. you can get denied there. I mean, we've got no, the building code. We have to sprinkle the building and do fire-rated construction. So, you have to make special accommodations. Yes, yes. definitely. We need to create this, this extra space on that floor. Yeah. Yes. I'm dealing with that now, right now, before the board's full okay. So, I'm sorry I couldn't answer your question before, but that's the reason, because it's not in this code. It's in the building code. Dave, I'm confused by that because that subject has come up multiple times here. Well, there may be people on this board that know the code, the building code, better than me. Maybe work in building departments or wherever. I have. As, as a town engineer, I don't deal with building codes. 
So I don't understand where that leaves us. Well, it leaves him maybe in a pickle. No, it's a variance. We can, we can decide to approve it or not. Well, we can't yeah. grant a variance to building codes. They've got to meet the building code regardless of what this board says. The board can say, you don't ever have to sprinkle or anything. The building code says you do. they got to sprinkle regardless of what we said. So they've got to meet the building And there may be other requirements they don't know about right now that may have to be met. Correct. But, but, but from the land use perspective on the, the variance application is for the additional three feet in height that they're over. And the fact that it is, by definition, in our ordinance, a third story and not a half story. So they need two variances related to, to that. Which they're asking for. Which, which they've asked for, noticed for. And that's what the board will be weighing the criteria for C variance relief. Well, if we, if we met the ordinance, two and a half stories, and that, it's not a half uh, square footage, it's a third of the square footage of the second floor. The construction would be typical residential construction, they call it 5B. Okay? But since we're not asking for that, we're asking for a third floor and a, 40, a 41 foot height, 41 foot 8 inches height. We have to go to 5A construction and we have to sprinkle the building to meet the building code requirement for what we're proposing. So it will meet all the, all the construction codes, not only for fire, but for flood. And we'll meet an exceeding. Okay, the only thing I would say, Mr. Chairman, is there are people a lot smarter than me on this subject, sitting, sitting here and in the other building. Right, and I know that we've broached the subject many times in prior meetings over the last two years. And we have consistently had an issue with houses looking for more than 50% of the third floor being approved. That's correct. And I don't understand how it's different here. If somebody can explain that to me, I, I'm all yours. I don't think it is different. I don't think it's different either. It's not different at all. They're asking for three, where two and a half is allowed. But I guess what I'm hearing is we have no jurisdiction over no. No, 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 we, we yeah. can vote no. Oh, mm -hmm. Okay. Right. It's up to you. I would say the only difference is don't focus on the percentage issue. Right. The, the issue is, is the story and the height. The 50 percent issue is a construction issue, yeah. which is not before us. The third story is. And, and I think, I think we, we've seen this quite often, and 33 percent is a very small percentage. So I believe since I've been on the board anyway, 50% has been more of the kind of, okay, we would grant, we would agree to it up to about 50%. Uh, but we've never on this high 70%, not a lot. What's on the board for? Two bedrooms. Two bathrooms? Two bathrooms. Two bathrooms? Other bathrooms? Yeah, the wood bathrooms. Wood bathrooms. Uh, and balconies, and also utility balconies. Closets. Two, two master suites in the closet. Yes. See, Mr. the one thing that I don't think would be good is if, and this is just my opinion, if we, if we say yes, you go to the building department, they say no. Onus is on me on that point, though. I'm sorry? The onus is on me in the building department. In which way I want to build. It's actually much more expensive to build what I'm proposing versus this. This is cheap. And it's a lot more cheap. 
But honestly, for me, it, it's more expensive than a grate because <laughs> you have to either sprinkle it or a double sheet rock. Have to sprinkle it So it has to be sprinkled. Yeah, that, that wasn't my point. My, my point is, you would love to be some harmony between the way we do things between the planning board and the building department, right? And if, if, if the feeling is the building department is going to say no because it exceeds the building department. No, the, build, the building department will say no. That what the building department will say is because you're going this far, you need to do certain things to fit within the code, which they're going to have to do. The building department is not going to say no. They have a solution that the building department will allow by providing sprinklers and other amenities right. that go beyond in a different use, a different building room. And, the, and, and this architect just, just provided that testimony. If he's wrong, then they might be right back here again. Okay. So I guess I'm, I'm done. But my point is, if we vote yes, and the building department allows them certain things to allow them to have a full third floor, we are effectively looking at three-story, four-story buildings in this town. So. Well, each is supposed to be on its own. Each, each application is supposed to be thought of on its own. But I thought this planning board was making an effort to preclude that from happening. How about this? Well, I, I don't know where you got that from. We've talked about the you've talked about multiple times. I don't remember one except the, the two downtown buildings. Well, Frank, Frank's gone the longer than I have, and you made the same point. It's come up, I've, I've only been on the planning board for a couple of Yeah. It's come I've up only been on about 30 years. Well, that's, that's more than that. <laughs> I think more than that. Yeah, but we can't but, you know, I, I remember two buildings, and they did similar things, where, you got, where they got their idea to do it, to shuffle it back and break up the, and the building. Well, I, I'm, not, I'm not arguing for them. I'm very interested in what particular places that was involved with, because I don't remember. I, I can tell by the look on your face, okay. I, I'll, I'll be happy to go back. We've discussed this at least five or six times in the last 20 months that I've been on Splendid Board. And we have consistently asked, you're limiting the third floor to 50%. Yes, we are. What is going to be up there? It's going to be a den or a bedroom. We have talked about that yeah, five or six times. That, 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 that's because they're trying to avoid having to sprinkle the third floor because it doesn't trigger that on the building. I don't, I don't think it's about that. I, I, think, I think that's part of it because that's what you're saying. I think it's, it's about how, how you turn down a lot of people who want for me to come back to the house. houses. We, we have turned them down downtown. No, that's why, that's why we've turned them down. We have, the same, we, that's not why the applicant comes in with that plan. They, they, they do it to keep it underneath the certain... I mean, I'm not an architect. Everybody's trying to maximize the amount of square footage they can. Because of course building it, the lot is expensive. They want as much space as you need buy. Everybody wants that. That's that my understanding and what I've seen, and, and I've noted this very consistently, is when you, when you get well past 50%, 70% in, in my look at this, it's at a three-story up. It looks like a three-story up. Yes, it's set back a little bit, but it's 70%. Is that the look here? Whereas I believe we've been consistent in that, certainly in the downtown area, <coughs> you know, this monolithics, everything square, and because if, because if you wanted to maximize everything, would just be square boxes, right? Well, that's why you take every single property on its own. Yes. You don't you don't set precedence in zones. Correct. Well, so downtown is completely different. 
I don't know. I think when you start with an erosion island, same road, same road, and and if if you start seeing, you start seeing everything that same height, about three stories, you may not be very happy. I mean, North Beach is different than South Beach. It's the same same road. So absolutely, you can't you can't just say it's the same road. Well, no, it's the same. No, I was making a different point. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> At least, at least in my short period, I was inconsistent on this subject in those conversations. And the consistent point has been we were trying to avoid going to full three-story houses. And we discussed the 50% point as a reasonable stop point. We have discussed that several times over the last 20 years. And we've been consistent. Yes. Can I add also that if we made a 50%, we would still have to do a different type of construction to get an approved building. That may be true. But, but either way, um, we're asking for three stories. It's going to be designed and built to meet the codes for a three-story residence. All right, so Mr. Rick, let me ask you this. Obviously, I misunderstood you. Uh, why then, what the council is saying, why do those people come in with less than 50% for the third story? It doesn't trigger anything else from the... No, you can build regular construction. It's regular construction, so it does trigger something. Yes. Okay, I think you said it is. In the building department, yes, it does trigger something else. Okay, so that's why they're coming in. That's why I was right. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what I was you have to fire it. It's actually fire it. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that's why I always understood. I just understood you just said. With more than 50%? It's a third. A, a third. So, so it's 30%. Yeah, 33%. Yeah. For the building code. Yeah. They call it a habit of the lab, but they don't even call it a story. It's right. less than that. Yeah. I agree with Irwin, though. We, we have spend a lot of time trying to stick to the two, two and a half story. There's no doubt about that. Um, and you, you want to speak more? No, just, I don't understand why the variance is needed. I mean, can you build a house on this lot with variance-free application? Yeah, just didn't like this option. With it. I, I don't like this roof, and that's 46 feet. I know. If, you, know you present that from the front elevation. Show us the side elevation and compare that to your side elevation on your plans. You see a peak versus a big box that extends over the um, elevation. So you know, you're, you're only presenting part of the picture there. Right? You, know, you look at the size so elevation. So you're presenting more of the size of traffic. You know, that. That's your opinion. Yeah. Right. Right. So I'm trying to understand why you need variances on this particular route. Mark, do you have a problem with the rear? The rear I do. You do. You have a problem. I, you know, come in and talk about being in with the right density when you're asking, you know, we're pushing this thing right out to the bulk bulk up. And we're, we're trying to build this thing up to the third story to make it a five bedroom place on, on such a narrow a spot on the very narrow piece of land. So in my opinion, and I'm not a builder, but a planner and engineer, I think you're open building this right, which necessitates a need for multiple variances. That's just my opinion. I'm trying to understand why you need to go, you know, why you're asking for all these variances. That's all. That's my problem. In my opinion, I do think it looks a lot nicer than the typical. You know, you put it out similar. Uh, I don't know. Okay. okay. That's, can we, can we make it here for the public? Absolutely. I'm just curious. Yeah, well, does anybody else I didn't know if they were through so with each, their testimony. Each story is eight feet, right? And the top Plus the board is seven feet. Yeah. 
I'm going to be scared. If you go to 50% of the second floor, right, I think he's going to lose somewhere around 350 square feet. That's what's, I think that's what's going to happen. I don't even see it, so you can just tell me. So that's floor here. He's got 41 email. That could be considered. Yes, 41. Jeez. So you'd be, be 0.8 feet higher, according to that exhibit, than the cast warehouse. What? Higher? 0.7. Oh, 0.7? It says 41.1. Oh, okay, okay. So 0.7 feet higher. It's the way my top floor is stuck back. Like I saw the building down, kind of like that. That's why I did it. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I, I think the height is the issue. I personally, Mark, I don't have a problem with the rear. I, 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 that's just my own personal opinion. The, um, the rear, I don't see how that impacts. I'm running into the neighbors, but I don't see how that impacts anyone with what's going on in the rear of the house. Yeah, so some of the I know I get, I get it. I'm just saying, like, right. I, I just think about the twin foot setback. But in reality, the glass over the setback in the basement, the lower floor well, that means the variance also is 12 feet, as opposed to 15 feet that's required. So it's, you know, you can spin this any way you want. It's a beautiful building. You're right, it is. But we're asking for five bedrooms and a lot of other stuff here. So regardless of where you count it, two, three stores, whatever it is, it's still. A big structure with two miles variances on a lot, and I haven't seen, don't understand the need for the variances. I, I think for the uh, for the balcony in the back, I think it's just to take a greater greater advantage of the of the river. That's the review and the Yeah, we have it from the neighbors, right? That's why I really like it. Is there anybody else on the board that has questions? Well, what, if we were to go to fifty percent. We would still be considered a three-story building in terms of the building. Yeah. So we would still have to do the, the type of construction that we're planning to do now. So we would have no yeah. bearing on the building code. Correct. It would still be a three-story. Yes. Are you asking me or telling me? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying that's <laughs> the agreement. <laughs> okay. Take, take, take it. <laughs> Let's open up to the public. Is there anyone in the public? Looks like we have a lot of neighbors here, so let's uh, get started. Please. Please come forward. Mr. Wheeler. To be sworn in, please raise your right hand. You swear the testimony you are to give here tonight shall be the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. I do. Please state your name for the record. Edward Wheeler. And you're at the radio machine. Then you're immediately next door to you're immediately next door to this house? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just want to say, uh, me and my wife, we look at the house and uh, we think it's a nice project. And uh, knowing what these young fellas have done in the town, other buildings, other projects, they've done a very nice job. Mr. Riggin here, the architect, I think he did a fine job here. The only concern I have is with the grading and the curb cuts. How do we get in and out of this? Perfectly. Has uh, anybody done any engineering? I, I'm not aware of um, There's a curb cut right in the middle of the property now, which is what we're planning to keep. We're not adding any curb cuts or not making it any longer than it's there now. As far as the grading? Grading is just going to be slightly elevated a little bit because the garage is. Uh, but it's all going to be stone, so there's not going to be any runoff, and we're very working when we've done it. And there's not going to be any true elevation 
tables. No, we're taking this stuff. Well, anyway, we're happy with the project. I think it's, these fellows have been uh, good neighbors. I think that she can approve. Mr. Regan, so you don't have a problem with that? I don't. Mr. Regan. Mr. Wheeler, I'm sorry. Obviously, Mr. Regan has a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wheeler, thank you. Anyone else in the public? Steve? I'd like to address some of the comments that have been going back and forth on your neighbor and everything that Ed said about doing a great job in town and the way they run their business, the property, um, directly affected by it, and it's all been very, you know, good over the years. And it's called my neighbor. So, at any rate, I just want to address some of those comments that have been going back and forth. Hang on one second, Steve. Just raise your right hand and be sworn. You swear the testimony you already give here tonight should be the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Yes. Please state your name, spell your last for the record. Stephen Cashmore, C A S H M O R E. And your address? 902 Ocean Avenue, Seabury. So, Erwin, just to address some of your comments, my house is a full three floors, and there's no problem getting the building permit for that. It is a fully sprinkler building. Uh, so, with us approving, with, I'm sorry, with the board approving this, uh, they won't have any problem getting the permit. Um, and then the three and a half, two and a half stories versus three stories argument. A big, a big part of those applications and conversations, because I sat here on the board with them, were for homes downtown. And when you have a highly congested downtown area, the biggest suggestion from the neighbors and I think on the board was that it, it gives you an overcrowded look at these structures that uh, go the full four floors of the, the garage and three floors above, kind of overshadow everything on the other side. This isn't that type of case where they have a nice size lot, it's, it's probably one of the larger lots uh, in our area. Um, this doesn't overshadow any. It's fairly typical construction. There's a lot of tall homes in Seabright. And if you get into North Seabright, uh, where you get more lots of people are spread out a little bit as we are, you don't have that, that effect of taking away uh, light or, or free airspace. So this won't, this isn't going to overcrowd anyone. You can hear Ed say that he doesn't object to the height. Um, which is called the White House, I'm not having a problem with that, but, but at any rate, when you start when you start talking about 38 feet, 41 feet, that's that's not perceptible to the naked eye. You, you, you have engineers out there shooting elevations with sophisticated equipment, and they can tell you if one building's an inch or two higher than the other or lower than the other. But to the naked eye, 38 feet or 41 feet is really not perceptible. You just can't tell. And um, or as far as your, your objections about there being variances, the variances are very minor in nature. Their, their 12 foot rear yard, which goes down to 6 foot with uh, along the river, is still farther back than most of the homes along that rock. I mean, maybe up where Dave and your neighbor are, you're going to be a little more away from the river than that. Not in depth. Not in depth. What is your depth? My depth's only about 6 feet. Six feet, yeah, but if you look to the houses just to the south of this, 
we're pretty much home to the bulkhead and everything back to the bulkhead. So this backyard is more um, than the average house, and the deck is still back more than quite a few of the houses there. Uh, and the nine, the nine foot uh, setbacks on the side, uh, there are three houses directly to the south of that, which maybe have three or four feet at the most, side drive setbacks. So while there are a few variances, they're, they're again, they're very minor in nature, very minor in nature. Thank you. Um, Anyone else? New public? If not, the public portion is now closed. Discussion from the board or a motion? Can I just make one comment? Yes, of course. The site does slope towards the highway, Ocean Avenue. Uh, I'd like to just put it over the plan. Any gutters and leaders have to run to the front. Uh, it appears that both side yards uh, also slope to the front, so that's good. But we'll make sure no neighbors are affected. Agreeable? Yes. Any other discussion from the board? I, um, I really appreciate what Steve, his comments are, because in reception of the side of the lot, and you know, we do look at homes that are the small lots, they look like towers. This doesn't. This almost has a perception that it's not even three floors. You know, because the third floor is pushed back on all sides, right? Yes. So it's it's pleasing to the eye. It's aesthetically beautiful. Um, and you see a lot of, you see enough property on each side, so it looks like the house fits. So, you know, what Steve said really. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with the same. You know, you know we, we look at houses and it's big, how many times are really the two and a half stories or three floors, right? And they look like this, right? They look like this, but he's filled it up because he can with all the other things that he has to do for the building work. So, you know, I'm good. Yeah, I, I, I'm good, Mr. Chairman. I, I agree with Maggie. Uh, you know, I've been pretty hard on a lot of the options that come in with the, with the third story, but those are all the downtown properties on the side streets. And on the side streets, I think, yeah, and, and the side streets are completely different. It's a different animal than this. There, there's no precedence in zoning just because you, well, they call for variances. Um, that's why we exist to grant variances when they're appropriate for the property. And, and in this case, this property is appropriate for what's being requested here. I think it is in line with what we're seeing on Ocean Avenue. I don't think it's out of Remembering that the whole back end is open to the river. Yeah. The that whole that back makes end. a big difference. Uh, absolutely. And and the fact that Mr. Wheeler is speaking and the fact that Mr. Kaplan is speaking and they have no objection and they're two of the most impacted people by this, I think I have to take that into deep consideration. If they were sitting, if Mr. Wheeler was coming first and going, please don't do this, you're going you're gonna to kill me, uh, I might be having a different reaction. But he's not saying that. He, he's saying, please please approve it. So um, I, I think it's appropriate for the site. I think it, I think it fits the site, and, uh, and I'm, I'm fine with it. Anyone else? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a beautiful house. But you know, I had the same thing. I had to have a 50% third story, too. But 
standing and representing my elderly parents for an issue of change. All right, James, take it outside. We're still in session. Thank you. That I was here for back on March 14th, 2023. Six well away, there are many variants. We own the house. Exactly like Texas. Is this the two family? No. No. Six well away. It's a very big house in the world. After I listened to this presentation, I wish I came to object at the first meeting. If you guys remember, it's Tattlemans at six. Willow Waves, Block 27, Block 7.01. We came back for an amended variance because somehow the house got a little bit closer to our house. Magic, I guess. And they came here and said it was some sort of variance. And I came to object to what we didn't come to the first variance application because they're going to be 18 feet away. And it's a very high house. It might be as high as this one we have to discuss it here. And it's a block. And it's puts us in a shadow, and the more I heard the questions of the race, I really wish I came to the first one, so that's not right. But <clears throat> I'm here because uh, I think they moved in, and I think they applied for a CO last week. I called, and they haven't complied with the conditions that the board uh, put in their resolution for number 2022-01. They, they were supposed to put a burn to make sure the water wouldn't run into our property and they were supposed to make sure the lighting was directed at our home. Uh, if it was a retaining wall, they were supposed to be compliant with whatever the board said they should do. Very big air conditioning units, they were still not screened, they were supposed to screen it. And I think one of the more important things is the grading contours, because you let them build on almost every inch. You're going to make your heart right now. What's that? This board cannot do anything. Well, you need to go to the building. I just want to put this. I spoke to Mr. Beaver off the record. But Mr. Walker, this board has no enforcement powers. Well, you, you know, I just, <laughs> you got to go to the construction. That's what the chair was going to tell you. You've got to go to the construction. You're always welcome to talk to us. You'll get zero satisfaction from us. But if they have to come back, I don't know if this is. Well, if they've got to come back, you should be talking to us because they're going to have to notice and they're not here. So it's kind of inappropriate for you to be talking to us about an applicant. I'm just looking at your legal document, and I just want to let you know it wasn't complied with, and I'll take whatever steps we have to. Yeah. So we'll go to the code enforcement. Yeah. Okay. But that's, that's the proper place. It is. I mean, Mr. Montenegro can tell you, but, but, I, but I think it's not appropriate for him to be discussing an applicant that might come before us if the applicant's not here. Yeah. I mean, the public comment, you can tell us what you want, but code enforcement is where you need to go if, mm -hmm. there's, if there's a violation of our resolution and conditions of the resolution. Mm -hmm. that, that's where enforcement happens. Well, I think it's encouraging to come to almost all your meetings as a, <laughs> a resident of Seabrook and, and express my concerns. We're very happy to have you. I will be back. And uh, hopefully they didn't get to see that, but we'll find out. So they'll be noticed if they, if they try to come back to the variance anyway. So then we're going to get to it. That's if someone picks it up. I didn't pick up a, an 18-foot we're going to pick it up now because they're going to be recording. I'm recording it now. So, yeah, but I thought you guys would want to know that sometimes people don't follow on what they're supposed to do. This is what I learned about Greg, the town engineer. He did speak to him. But he didn't tell me whether they were 
see it by a computer or not. If he actually um, probably wouldn't know. And really wouldn't know. Yeah, so maybe. Well, he said his inspector was going to confront him, and he promised me. Well, well there is doing the CEO. We're going to read the resolution yeah. and yeah. make sure that the county in town. So Karen has her, her finger on him. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Hayden's the one who makes this inspection. I can't believe that they can meet in the meetings. Well, they were done. They were supposed to be made two feet away from my house. And they moved one place. I just don't want to put it on this survey. Yes. 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 I'm sorry to break your heart, Matt, but uh, we can't do anything for you, and I apologize. Oh, that's okay. I'll be back. Thank you for coming. Take care. Is there any other business before the board this evening? If not, do we have a motion to close? Meeting adjourned. These are tomorrow. Uh, these are the. It's a nice place. It's beautiful. It's big. It's big. I just can't say any other things that I wanted to try to clarify. You could have. You're a neighbor. Yeah, but I'm a half store. I have a half store. 50% only trims. So, Ben, I did look at these. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah.